Welcome to the build-up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to the build-up here on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks, our look ahead to the sporting week ahead. Uh, we're talking about Premier League this week. We'd like to say we've got Kevin Doyle on the line. and It's the business end of the season, Kevin. Um, but unfortunately, most of the business is kind of locked up. We know who the three relegated teams are after last night. Um, we, I think we know who the champions are. It's not obviously confirmed yet, but uh, Manchester United still alive in that one. But Manchester United's real role, I think, at the moment, uh, this week anyway, in the two games they have, is going to be who joins them in the top four and the role that they'll play in that, Kevin. And it's, uh, it's actually a bit of a, a really, really interesting week with United basically holding the faith of Liverpool in their hands by this Leicester match night and then, of course, the rearranged fixture with, uh, yeah. with Liverpool on Thursday. Yeah, it's business end of season. You'd prefer to be the top two and talk about who's going to win the league, but um, cling on to who's going to qualify for the top four. Um, yeah, you know, it's a fantastic season. Um, and see how they finish it off. Um, you know, still, you still have that little doubt in the back of your head, don't you? That are they, are they as good? Are they improving? Are they where they are? But um, at least they've put up in the performances, they score goals. You'd have to say they're on an upward trend. Um, and you know they have a they have a part to play now, and who might get into the top four? They'll do. They'll be desperate, I'd imagine, to get one over Liverpool. Liverpool have been so dominant um, in the last, I suppose, twenty four months or so. So to um, for them now, finish season in the high Europa League, um, and this Liverpool game is is you know, I suppose massive in that point of view for them. But um, again. I don't want to go a damn squib on it, but it's at the business end of the season is sort of over. We're we're yeah. on to you know hoping the players are still not thinking of their holidays or thinking of staying fit for the Euros or whatever it might be, um, and keep it interesting for the last few weeks. Yeah, hopefully um, we will have something, a few things to talk about before the, the end of the season. Fans be back for the last couple of games will be one thing anyway. But just staying with United, then I don't know how many times you've had to play four games in eight days. Um, it's it's a lot. I don't really understand why Solskjaer played so many of his first-teamers against Roma on Thursday night, considering they were basically true anyway. They played a first-team against Villa um, and got the job done, in fairness. you know, Maybe, maybe Cavani might have been the only one who you would, probably would have said might have played. But now, I suppose you get to the point now where you're playing you know, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, where between tonight and... Thursday night, he's going to have to make choices, and you would imagine he'll pick the Liverpool game rather than yeah. the Leicester game, wouldn't you? You'd think so. I suppose momentum and and you know nearing the end of the season. Um, has it been an overly taxing season for them? Four games in eight days is, is difficult, obviously, but that's why they have so many players in their squads. I don't feel sorry for them. Um, they should be fine. Listen, they've got. They'll have so many people behind the scenes, so much staff be able to see who's done what during the season, how much load players have been under, how much miles they've done, you know, what and what has done at high intensity and who's able to do what and what the next risk of injury. Like all the information we don't have, we're just looking at, well, why did he pick that team or pick this team? Why did he play them against Roma? I'd imagine, you know, he has some sort of plan of why he played that team against Roma to maybe not play a stronger team against Leicester and then play the, you know, mm-hmm. his strongest first 11 then against Liverpool. Um, but you just have to go on that he's not just winging it and that it is all <laughs> information. Um, and I'm sure it is. Um, I suppose a little not worry, not 
like signing Cavani back is fantastic in one sense, you know, but in another sense, um, you know, he's going to be your main striker, it looks like, next season. They're investing a lot of money in his wages and in, in someone who's going to be 35 next season. So that sort of tells me that they, they still don't have anyone lined up. Obviously, they're not going to probably bring in a, that big centre forward that spoke about in the summer. So um, you don't want to be relying too much on and Cavani, who does suffer from injuries and niggles, but it, he has been really good when he has played. But needing, he's someone who you need to manage between now and then, not just that. You know, to keep him right to be able to go next season because he's going to be—he is so important to them and, and and needing him for next year. Not just you know him at his age now would be dangerous. Now the amount of games he has played, they have looked after him, but he could get an injury now in these few games that could upset next season. I get the impression you're not like overly positive on the development. Like, I mean, they have, as you said, they have improved. They've definitely developed, and they're they're looking yeah. like a good side now, but. I suppose from Manchester United's point of view, you can have one season of that where we're on an upward curve and then it has to be about winning titles again, you know, and getting to that stage where you're genuinely competing to be the best team in the country. Do you see enough in them? Like, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like I've almost had a blind spot in that you dismiss so, I dismiss Solskjaer so much, you dismiss the defence so much that it's um, it's taken a while to sort of realise that, Jesus, the consistency this season and the amount of points they have and, and, and getting to the Europa League final, whatever it is, has shown such an improvement since maybe September, October, that it's almost been underestimated. But I get the sense that you kind of think that the next kick-on that's needed under Solskjaer is still actually a good bit away, that there isn't a huge amount of improvement with the group that they have at the moment. Um, you know what? I, I don't even think competing for a league next year. I, I like a bit of, you know, even, it's horrible to say, but to be where they are at the same time next year, because Liverpool have, have you know, had such an off-season, you know, not that they've been gifted second place many nights, um, but it hasn't been as challenged for them. There's been a few teams under par, Liverpool especially, um, yeah. you know, so to be still there in that second place next season, how strong Man City are um, and will be again, Liverpool come back to be strong, I'd imagine, um, for Man United to be still in and around that next season, not to drop off, not to be just about trying to qualify for the Champions League again, which has been the case for a number of seasons. I, be, I really enjoy watching them. That's the main thing. Which hadn't done, hadn't been the case for three or four years at least yeah. this season. You know you're going to get goals. You're going to get good performances. Their, I suppose, uh, mental strength is the word. They, they've gone behind so many times and and come good in second half of games. Um, you know they're never beaten. They never, they, you know, that sort of attitude never said they attitude. So all positive markers. I don't think they're strong enough to compete for a league. I don't expect them to. Maybe other Man United fans do or whatever. I don't know. I don't. I just like to see another consistent season next year. Um, building towards maybe something in, the, in a couple of years' time because there's been so many changes of manager there, so many different players come in, different signs, money spent, you know, and, and felt like plasters put on situations. Um, I just think a bit of consistency. Hopefully, Solskjaer is getting better, seems to be better and better in the job, more confident in the job, better all around. These interviews, everything. I know it's easier when they're winning and getting Europa League fans and things, but just maintaining it more so. Mm-hmm. I, don't expect, I really don't expect him to be challenging to win the league next year. Right. Okay, but that, but there is if if that is maintaining in a more normal season, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That, that's kind of what that's the improvement. Yeah. That's the next level of improvement. Yeah. What about um the protests and everything then, and what happened with the Liverpool game? I'm just wondering from a player's yeah. point of view because we can talk all day and we can have a discussion about the the ins and outs of it and yeah. the rights and wrongs and everything that's going on with the fans, but. Obviously, being locked in your hotel room when you're supposed to be playing a game is going to have an effect on you one way or another. How 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 real it is and how how long term it is is open to question. But 
they go in on Thursday now. They'll go down to the, probably the same hotel. This is their first home game since. Um, like, is there is that playing on the mind? And is that going to make a difference to them, uh, even in how their future with the club and whether they want to stay there? No, I don't think so. Um, same for Liverpool as well. Liverpool were probably locked in their hotel rooms. Yeah. No, I, I don't think. There's no one in the stadium when they're playing now in the game. It's not like there's protests in the stadium and booing or bad atmosphere. Um, no, I don't think it'll have any. The only impact is they would have liked to play the game, not have this four games yeah. and in eight days thing. That's the only impact. But um, Liverpool have a busy schedule. I've had a busy season as well. No, I don't um, I don't see it being any problem. You know, um, Cavani's on record saying he wants to play in front of the Man United fans. So, um, you know, if, if it affected him, he wouldn't have re-signed with he, he, you know, had enough of this. It'd only be around the club with protests or a negative attitude. Obviously, doesn't seem to be the case. Seems to be quite bubbly and positive way in the squad there. Um, you know, I think, yeah, just, just the fact he would have wanted to play the game. But yeah. Yeah, it seems to have moved on, hasn't it? And gone on another week, another news story, something else happening. Positive news with them re-signing Cavani, I suppose. Um, I don't know if it's... It is positive, but I, I like going back to... I, don't, I wouldn't, like, re-sign him just to sort of, like, to, for another season and not bring, any, bring anyone in. I, I presume re-signing him means they know they can't get... Um, Haaland or they can't get uh, Harry Kane maybe or whoever they do need that sort of centre forward is going to be around for four or five years big signing would be a massive boost I yeah. think but if, if it's not to be the case this season maybe, they have, maybe they're thinking or they've had a had word that down the line 12 months time those signings may become more uh, more possible and that Cavani just they've sold it to him we need you for one more year just give us one more year and he looks like a guy a professional who's so fit and even at his age that he would be able to give them a you know, get enough out of them for another year, even though it's going to cost them a lot in wages. And you think maybe we could have put those towards one of those things. But obviously, they they they're not available, or, or or they can't afford the transfer fee, or whatever it might be, or they're not. They're, they've got word that neither of those players want to come to them. So um, no, but I think in general it is a positive news around the club. Baron, what happened last week? Considering what happened and protests and all that, I think they're still very for a Man United fan. I think everyone in the main is fairly positive, forgetting that side of outside of. The, on the pitch stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a massive thing. I'm just wondering what the what the players, like, fair enough, maybe you're not scarred by it or whatever, like yeah. I was suggesting and, and, and that's wrong. But, like, it does hang over the club a little bit. I, I always wonder what players think of it when it actually does impact on what's happening on the pitch because they almost see, like, I'm with the fans. I understand where yeah. they're coming from. They're dead right. But actually, don't stop me from playing. I remember Damien Duff was absolutely really, really pissed off on TV the night of the tennis ball protest. And you're kind of looking at. And I remember there was at, at times people were kind of like criticizing and thinking that maybe he wasn't um, kind of uh, au fait with what the fans were thinking and how important it was. But I remember thinking at times like he's thinking of this about what he'd be like if he was down there on the pitch and yeah. he was in a game for Ireland, and suddenly this is interrupted. And you could understand why you have a completely different mentality. And I'm just wondering what behind the scenes. Now you don't know either, yeah, but behind know. the scenes, what are United fans thinking about this, you know? Yeah, you don't know the players, you don't know what relationship, if any, to have with the owners, if they ever meet them or know anything about them or have any personal relationship with them. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, it's not just Man United, it was, you know, the, the protest was at Old Trafford, but the sort of top four or five clubs were all in the same situation regarding the Super League or whatever. Um, I would say... Listen, I would say it was a one-off, not a one-off event, but it was such a, a one, well, it was a situation, not that the protest wasn't, but I mean, the whole situation is such a, a unique situation. I think the players would be totally understanding the fans and wouldn't have been that frustrated. Um, 
you know, I think there'd be understanding of, of protest. They weren't protesting at the players' poor performance or anything like that. It was a protest about something which I think the players didn't agree with as well. So I think yeah. I would say deep down they'd be like, you know what, fair juice to them for yeah. for standing up and having a go and letting just really letting it be known how they felt they were I suppose as fans, you know, taking it and taking advantage of or just, you know, um uh, I think of the right words to put into it, but just disrespected really and I, I'd imagine the players were I, I don't imagine I'm pretty certain they were all on their side and, and you get that from the statements and different teams and different players were pretty quick at the time to to all be in agreement with with um, before clubs were with yeah. with supporters definitely yeah and I thought they all come out of it very well as well yeah. uh they're playing Leicester tonight and Liverpool on Thursday yeah. we mentioned already Leicester have got the FA Cup final on Sunday Saturday Saturday and uh you know, their eyes will be on that, but they're doing what, like, I remember when we talked during, like, Project Restart or whatever it was called last last year, you predicted that they weren't going to hold on. It seemed like they couldn't not hold on this year. He laughed at me, Mick. He laughed at my prediction. I don't know. I'm giving you credit where it's due, Kevin, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, they probably but, still will, but... Jesus, like, will. hammered, hammered to Newcastle. Yeah. Who had a great run of form, in fairness to them. Yeah, but, in fairness like, to Newcastle. Uh, and Newcastle now are on the same sort of points that Benitez got with them. So yeah, looking good. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's it's worrying, isn't it? That getting beat by Newcastle Hammer right at the end of the season, you know. And, and if they don't, for what has been a fantastic season, FA Cup, like all the positivity goes out the window in the space of a few weeks. So real pressure time for them as players. Um, but I still think they have enough of a buffer there. Um, it's, it, it's still take well. You know, get beat by many. You know, United, sudden. Chelsea, and Spurs are the yeah, last. The teams have to play, so yeah, it will be. Yeah, will I stick with my prediction and stick with stay strong? Um, yeah, you know, it's hard to see them getting a win. You know, all of a sudden when the team mm. you think Leicester going to win that game, going to win that game, all of a sudden they lose a couple and you bit of turmoil and you think you can't see them win the game and you you say those teams have to play. Um, you can see United beating them tonight. Depends, you know, United might might you know really. Make it not make it easy for him, but it might be a lot of changes tonight. Thinking of that Liverpool game, um, but yeah, it's it's, it's not, it, should be, it should be done by now. It should be over. They were that far ahead. Yeah, and really has been a collapse. But then strength of squad and everything. All the reasons why I thought they wouldn't. It's not particularly. Um, you know, they're coming to the end of the season now. They can't make as many changes as Man City or Man United. Where they have a, a squad of players that, while they're good players, they don't have the depth there. The other top five or six teams do to maybe finish off a season so that's why they're starting to struggle a bit I wonder the City not closing the deal on Saturday put a weird kind of pressure on United they couldn't play they had to play a full strength team against Villa because you couldn't yeah. they can't be the ones handing City the title and now it's coming again For the, they're playing three games in a row before you know and like they can't hand their cross city rivals the title by not showing up to a game so suddenly i wonder is that what Solskjaer oh, yeah. all the first team players for it's back your mind it's never over till it's over as well yeah. and if a few games to play i think we get a few wins just put a small niggle tall in man city's head listen they're going to win the league but make them win it and um, you know your city your big rivals cross town rivals your you know liverpool are really i suppose the main derby game depending on who you speak to but um it's it's um or Liverpool are as big a game for them. Um but yeah, it's you don't want them to do it, but it might be just the case, you know. You, do you this is the job of a manager and us to discuss, but do you do you prioritize, you know, your your Europa League or what what do you do? But you don't want to let you don't want to let Man City 
win. It's nice to see them get beat by Chelsea and just prolong it a bit longer. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's that'd be in your head. It's another thing to take into account, isn't it? Another bit of uh, you know another reason why he might have to play a stronger team, why it might affect them, why why you know do you like little things like Cavani? Do you play him? You really need such important player scores goals. Do you play him tonight? Because you know I want to win that game. You know, and and your your sports scientists or everything will. Cavani, Edison, he's 34 and he's done this amount of sprints and that amount of sprints. If you play him tonight, there's an 80% chance he'll get an injury or whatever. You need to leave him for the Liverpool game or even rest him for a couple of games. Or do you take the chance and go, you know what, we need to play him and then he gets an injury or whatever. So it's all sort of stuff managers have to take into account. Um, but still better better than Man City win the game or Saturday win the league. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. It's a better problem to have than uh, yeah. watching them yeah. play in the city the other day. The closer they can get, the better, the more of a yeah. fill it will be on to next season as well, of course. Liverpool then, uh, before we kind of move off it, like they have, in, I don't know, from what I can see anyway, their results have improved without massively their performances improving, mm-hmm. but do at least seem to have steadied the ship a little bit. And it, the fact that Leicester are wavering, the fact that West Ham have wavered, you know, Spurs haven't put up any kind of a run it is there for them, you know, and like it, they, it shouldn't be. They should be gone, yeah. but now they come to Old Trafford almost e- even again in a different place than they even would have been when it was meant to be played a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's a it's a massive game for them now as well. There's a chink of light there for them. They can you know salvage something out of the season, um, and it, it got to a stage where the pressure was off them because they thought they have missed out the Champions League. The pressure's gone, and they start to play well again. And it was like you know what, the worst that could happen has happened. And all of a sudden, they're getting not playing fantastic, but getting some results. And you know what? You, their team's slipping up, and we can salvage a season. So it makes actually just for a really good game because it could have been a dead. You know, two weeks ago, Man City. You know, you'd say Man City would have won the league by now. Liverpool couldn't qualify for the Champions League. It, it, there's not as much on the game. All of a sudden, it just makes for a better match for, for us to watch. Yeah. For the, you know, the managers having to pick their strongest teams, they probably would have anyway. It's a Man United Liverpool game, but it just puts a bit more on it. Um, bit more excitement and uh it's what we want yeah absolutely and a massive game on a kind of a random thursday night in may games is sort of very old school premier league as well isn't it it's newcastle versus liverpool kind of uh uh maybe we'll get a four three on thursday night we'll take it um we're gonna do the one two three games from the weekend obviously a lot of these teams have to play uh over the course of the week villa are playing everton um, I know there's other games as well. Obviously, Liverpool are playing Manchester United, but uh, we'll make our predictions anyway. If you want to play one, two, three, you can do so for free on Ladbrokes now. Just pick the scores in all three games that are on your screen right now. Um, if you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get five euro free bet. And if you win all three, you're going to win a hundred euro cash. And that's what Kevin Doyle is going to tell you how to do right now. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa first up. Well, how not to do it? Sorry. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it, I, it's even harder at the end of the season. You don't know what sort of mindset Crystal Palace and Villa. And Villa, you know, I see their man Dean Smith giving out about penalty the other night and moaned a bit afterwards. So how do you feel on Villa, Mick? And get your where are they now at the moment as it regards uh, end of season? What, what you see? I, I can't see them going to Crystal Palace and winning, to be honest. But wow, okay, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's 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 just so difficult now. What mode the teams are in? Who's been told about contracts? What's going on behind the scenes? You know what? Who's going to be there next season? What the manager said to players. So difficult. Uh, I think I should return a super jack. Though I will just, I will just pop pop that in there as a caveat. Yeah, is he okay? He's loading, as Dean Smith likes to say. A game or two before he departs in the summer would be nice. 
Just the European Championships. <laughs> <laughs> the parts to Old Trafford. Um, I'm going to go with a Crystal Palace 1 0 win. There we go. Your former team, Crystal Palace. I'll just get that in there for people. Uh, one nil win uh, for in one of Roy Hodgson's last games, probably. The next okay. game then is the uh, Matt Doherty Derby, uh, Tottenham versus Wolves. Um, Wolves had a good win uh, during the week, but their season is well and truly petered out in yeah. mid-table mediocrity. Uh, Spurs definitely still have European places to play for. Yeah, that's why you know Spurs. Hard to pick anyone other than Spurs. Is the Matt Doherty Derby where Matt? Probably won't play. Um, yeah, yeah. I got Spurs show a bit of form, and you know, just question marks over who's going to be there, not there next season, manager, all that sort of stuff. It's, again, it's so so difficult. But Wolves' season is is over, petered out, not to play for, and Spurs have the Europe Europa League and or Europe try qualify for, and it's at home. So I'm going to go for a three nil. Spurs three nil for Spurs. Okay, very good. And then the last game, West Brom Liverpool. Poor old, poor old Big Sam. Yeah, I think like, a lot of people saying like the magic is gone, and you know, I think that was a little, it was probably the most impossible situation he's taken over. Um, and they had some good results, but ultimately, that West Brom team isn't good enough to stay in the Premier League anyway, is it? No, well, it's not now anyway, they're gone, but yeah, well, that's, that's uh, so you would have said, listen, they were probably in everyone's pick at the start of the season, weren't they? Um, yeah, difficult, difficult. Although when they when they came in, Billich had just um, had a great result, uh, and then they sacked him and brought in Sam. Um, so yeah, now listen, Liverpool to, to win that game. It's all over for West Brom. I'd imagine Sam Allardyce won't be there next season. Um, be very surprised if he is. So yeah, I go for Liverpool. Um, I'm going to go another three 0 There we go, two three nil to Liverpool. There we go. Not the most exciting week unless you've got those scores picked in your one, two, three. Yeah, you can pick them and play for yourself right now. Um, picking the scores in Palace, Villa, Spurs, Wolves, um, West Brom, Liverpool. If you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get a five euro free bet. If you get all three, you win a hundred euro cash. Kevin, enjoy uh, the the Premier League games this weekend. We might have some drama yet. You never know. United unusually uh, are the team that are keeping it interesting for everybody this season. Yeah, there's, there's probably about 40 games before I speak to you again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be plenty to talk about. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Um, and we've got the European finals coming up and stuff as well. So uh, still, still more to go this season. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being Kevin. Cheers, mate. Uh, Kevin will be back with us soon, and we'll be back with more build up um, very soon as well. So I'll talk to you then.